In a town beset by earthquakes, secrets can shake loose from the most unlikely places. Tales from Spasming Hill. Rex Sokol Smythe, Newsmaster. Important reports reported importantly. Danger. On guard, news fans. Intrigue. Is that what you're wearing? What? Outrage. That'll be $3.99. I object! Rex Sokol Smythe, the man, the myth, the low-fat yogurt sweeping the nation, reporting for The Daily Spasm. Hello and welcome to Culture Shock, the Daily Spasm's weekly look into the spooky, kooky, and sometimes... Rex, ooky isn't a word. What kind of hack wrote this garbage? Hey, you leave Warren out of this. Fine, whatever. The ooky goings-on of Spasming Hill, where we investigate culture in a shocking way. Hence the name. Alright, no more intro for you. You haven't said my name once. I did, it's right there. Rex... Zorkel Smythe. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> Here outside the Fountain Plaza where the secret markets are being held. I'm joined, of course, by my chronically mediocre assistant co-vice admiral newscaster, media intern Jacqueline Hyde. That's me. And today, listeners, we're going to delve into something that I'm personally very excited about. I've never been to the secret markets before. No way. You've never been to the secret markets. Naturally not. Since the secret markets are forbidden under local statutes, the attendance of an influential and, may I say, quite handsome governmental potentate like myself would have been quite inappropriate. But now I'm free of the reins of office, so I can do whatever I bloody well please. My monster stoppelganger has been here heaps, though. This is where she buys all her crochet material. Actually, Jackie, before we head on in, why are the markets illegal anyway? I've never really understood why people selling things they've made could possibly be a problem. Rex, I should think it's obvious. The sale of handcrafted artisan goods at premium prices encourages industry and innovation, which allows vendors to believe in things like profit margins and upward social mobility. Before you know it, you have gentrification and the complete irreversible collapse of organized society. I mean, just look at Etsy. Wow, that's a pretty tenuous economic argument, even for you, Jackie. Aw, thanks. So let's head in, shall we? Sure. Who are you? I am the gatekeeper. What gate? There's just a piece of cardboard with door written on it. Mm, I am the gatekeeper. What is the password? Open, please. Incorrect. Rex, you idiot. Can't you just let us into the secret markets? Greg did not hear you. Repeat. Oh, you know, the secret markets. What are you saying? Is it the password? Mm, Incorrect. Okay, Greg, you seem like a reasonable person, but just hang on a second. Rex, why are you doing that? Doing what? Whispering every time you say secret markets. Are you for cereal? It's a secret. Do you just shout your secrets out loud, Jackie? It wouldn't surprise me. You probably spent your time as mayor shouting people's secrets at other people so they'd cry. Of course I did. Well, it won't work on me. I was born without tear ducts. I don't even have any secrets as well. So, ha! (laughs) Come on, everyone has secrets. No, not me. I'm secret-free. Sorry, Greg. What did you say? Uh, I am the gatekeeper. Dude, just let us through. We're reporters. Well, I'm a reporter. Jackie is just a... You know what? She's probably a reporter by now. But only technically. No password. No passage. Incorrect. Back to this. I am the Greg keeper. No, but look, you've got to have at least one secret. No, nothing. Not in something small, like maybe you borrowed your boss's pen and forgot to give it back. Not that I can think of. I mean, I basically broadcast all my thoughts aloud as soon as they enter my head. Listen, the sky sure is blue today. If we're any bluer, it'd be, like, real blue. 
Oh, 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 you know what else is blue? Vinyl records. You know, after you paint them. Blue. An embarrassing fanfic. Who the heck paints vinyl records? Wouldn't that destroy them? A childhood fantasy, then. No, I don't really paint records blue, Jackie. What kind of gravy train conductor do you take me for? I was just making conversation. Secret crushes, parking tickets, broken bones. Give me something here. Overdue library books. Those square things Velma carries around? Hmm. Not sure I've ever read one of those. I mean, I did burn one once. Brain fumes. Greg, man, please. Cut us a break. Isn't there some way you can let us pass, buddy? Buddy. Buddy. Come on, buddy. Please, buddy. Oh, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. 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 Oh, come on, buddy, old pal. Yeah, come on. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> who's a buddy. good gatekeeper? Oh, who's a good little gatekeeper there? Come on, buddy. You want no password, no sausage. <laughs> you want a tummy scratch? Sorry, those are the rules. You need a password to enter. You guys are nice enough, but it's my job, you know. I mean, I did break into a video shop once and stole their whole inventory of speed racer tapes, but I told everyone about it afterwards, so it doesn't count. If you didn't tell the police, that's sort of a secret. <laughs> no, I spent nine long months in pirate jail for my crime. But it was worth it for that catchy theme song. Na 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 speed race, speed race, and na 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 speed race, speed race, speed race, and na na na. Damn it! Okay, look. I, normally, I would only be allowed to accept a game of riddles or a test of strength as alternatives to the password. But my manager just went on break, so I'll let you through. Yes. This guy tells me a damn secret. And there was that time I left all the mandatory snake pits open at work, and thirteen other employees fell into them and died. But that prank made the company memo, so yeah. Absolutely, Greg. You are too kind. Rex, come over here a second. Yes, Jackie. Tell Greg a secret. But I told you, I ain't got no thang to hide. I don't care. Make one up. But I have standards. Integrity. You have neither of those things. Oh, yeah. Good point. Greg, I will now reveal to you my horrifying secrets. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What is it? What is it? I once... Refrained from flushing after going doody-doos in the bathroom. No, you didn't. Gasp, you should. Basic sanitation. I laugh in the face of basic sanitation. (laughs) This is a good secret, huh? No way. Wow, Greg, after hearing that terrible secret, I bet you just can't wait to let us in. Oh, it's so gross. Okay, okay. I am the gatekeeper. That password you said to me just now is correct. Gosh, it sure is good you knew the right password. Go in and enjoy, citizens. Serious man's pretty rank. Really wish you hadn't told me. Well, you did. Good day to you, Greg. I am the gatekeeper. Nice to meet you. I'm Rex Zockelsmythe. Just in case maybe you wanted to tell people how sensual and unhygienic I am later. Rex. Okay, we're coming. Here we are at last, inside the secret markets, folks. And isn't it majestic? It better be, considering how long it took us to get in here. Wait, what happened to the whole whispering thing? Oh, that? Oh, I just got bored. But Jackie, how can you stay bitter with all this happy, healthy industry going on around you? Rex, I can stay bitter until the heat death of the universe. The secret is, I'm always bitter. And I am the gatekeeper. What? Nothing. Folks, the secret markets are absolutely packed today. Moving from the normal venue in a musty cave beneath the Walmart to our iconic Fountain Plaza has certainly pulled in the crowds. What happened to the caves? They were invaded by a hideous race of mole creatures. Oh, them. <laughs> More mismanagement by Vorthox. The Burrowkin never escaped their cells in the underground containment complex while I was mayor. Ha! Mole mismanagement by Vorthox. 
Jackie? Yeah, they arrived here from some parallel dimension the researchatorium guys are pretty sure is entirely made of dirt. I just stuck them in a cage and forgot about them. But gee, I still can't believe I'm here. The markets seem fun. Totally illegal. Feel like you should report it to someone? Yeah, no. The point of the law isn't to enforce it, but to make people breaking it feel really, really guilty. You know, like when you talk or think about lunch. Ah, yes, lunch. The forbidden meal. So you know the markets, Rex. What kind of stuff can we get here? Actually, Jackie, when I come, I only really visit this one place. But I can say that in addition to harmless handcrafted goods, the secret markets also boast dangerous bits of contraband, cleverly disguised as regular objects. Interesting. So how do you tell them apart? You can't. That's half the fun. It's like being on a game show where actually all you're doing is just writing with a pen that suddenly explodes and kills you. Oh, I love those shows. Like Wheel of Fortune. But what's this place you mentioned? I can actually see it over there. You come with? Sure. Rex, tesoro mio, you have come. Hey, how's business? How many of these do we do? I don't uh, I can't complain. Heffalump dust spider, the chief librarian, came by earlier and bought that golden bookmark I've been trying to move for ages. But Rex, my Topolino, who is your friend? Your friend might be pushing it. It's dark. Thanks, Rex. Hello, I'm Jacqueline Hyde. You might remember me from such things as being your mayor. Mm, no, doesn't ring a bell. Runner-up for Spasming Hills Miss Monster Award three years in a row? Uh, I'm afraid I don't... Then perhaps you've met my monster Stoppelganger, who frequently feasts on human flesh, about eight feet tall and horrifying? Daisy! Ah, certamente. She always drops by here when she visits the markets to buy her crocheting yarn. She's such a dear. Uh, dear? She's a literal monster. Jackie, we can't base our opinion of people on how soul-shatteringly terrifying they are on the outside. As they say, you can't judge one of those square things Velma carries around by its cover. So, miss... Madame Mystical, purveyor of cursed trinkets and lineage extraordinaire... All that you see laid out before you has been lineaged by me personally. Lineaged? Maybe I can explain. You see, J-Monster, when shopping for a cursed object, no one wants some anonymous hunk of junk. Imagine if all you could say when you were floating in the air, legs bent backwards and pentagrams scrawled all over your face, was, Oh, beware of that paperweight. It'd be embarrassing. Precisamente. I take cursed objects, be they medallions, books or empty soda cans and give them all an official lineageo, worthy of respect. Take this rock. Before I lineaged it, it was an ordinary piece of cursed junka from Calabria. Now, it is the ancient stone of Trentino Alto, bane of the Medici, smuggled to America on a doomed ship by an Austrian noble, fleeing the collapse of the Habsburg Imperials in Italy. So you're a fantasy writer? No, my little idiota. I am a lineager. Hundreds of accounts scattered throughout history will verify its identity. You can trace its past through journals, shipping manifests, and tattered scraps of newsprint all the way to this very table in the Fountain Plaza. She's very good at what she does. Why, this is where I bought my grandfather's ancient cursed refrigerator. Oh, Rex, tesoro mio. You are too kind. Oh, casta lasagna. Hey, that's really impressive, actually. And this is coming from someone who knows just how hard it is to backdate paperwork. Grazie, grazie. So what else have you got? 
Listeners, we're going to cut to a message from our sponsors while Jackie and I comb through some of Madame Mystico's other horrendously cursed trinkets. We'll be back soon for more stories from the secret markets! Rex! Sometimes the seasons change. Sometimes the seasons stay the same. Why is it still winter, Mummy? asks your child. But you can't answer, because you don't know. That's where we come in. Give your child a fun greeting card this winter. Watch them get entranced by the loving message contained inside. It is always winter, reads the card, laden with fun hypnotic suggestions. Winter will not be leaving this year, at least. Not this year. Promises the card, in ink red as blood. Winter is your master. We worship winter in this land. Screams the card, and now your child is shivering. Bow down to Lord Winter. Bow down to the eternal frost. Bow down before it. Hallmark greeting cards. Winter is our lord and master. And then, Dracul dropped the mandolin after being run through by the Turkish sultan's sword, playing a terrible note that doomed the sultan. Naturally, the sultan died a mere few weeks later, passing all his worldly possessions to his only son and heir. Including the mandolin? Of course, including the mandolin. Then, in the 17th century... Oh, and we're back! Listeners, we've just been chatting with Madame Mystico about the dread mandolin of Greater Bessarabia, which has strings woven from a demon's back hair and is single-handedly responsible for the decline and fall of the Ottoman Empire. I wonder what it sounds like. Hmm. Might be a bit tuning. Rex, you madman, you've just doomed us all. Non ti preoccupare. It is no problem. And why not? I suppose your magical powers safeguard you somehow? Affatto. The curses only affect the object's possessore, and I ensure my friend is always the sole owner of any items I accrue from lineaging. Isn't that a little mean, Marnie? Your friend must be pretty miserable with all those curses. You know, it's the funniest thing. I thought that too, but he assures me that friendly spirits living in his body protect him. It seems unbelievable, I know, but he's completely fine. Friendly spirits living in his body? Yes, he's a bit of an oddball, given all his spectral names, like Evelyn and Murgatroyd. And he does go on, but he's very friendly. Rex, you don't think... You must be. Madame Mystico, your friend's name wouldn't happen to be Rinaldus, or Rinaldus the Great, would it? Why, yes. Have you met him? Have we met him? Have we... Have we met him? Ronnie served our lives once. Yeah, he's a pretty okay guy, I guess. Bingo, bingo. What are you all doing here? Marnie, do you know dear Rex and Jackie? Ronaldus, we were just speaking about you. Indeed. Did you know I am the legal owner of all of Marnie's stock? Yeah, she just told us. Apparently your spirits safeguard you somehow. Verily, for the spirits swirl and mutter their arcane inviolations, and yea, I am thus shielded from inimical curses that would swallow others whole. Really, Clyde does most of the work. Listeners, isn't this exciting? Our friend Ron here is immune to evil magic. What a pal and a half. And 60%. Ronnie, dude, hey, actually, you've been wandering around the secret markets today, yeah? 
I have crept from stall to stall as briskly as the autumn breeze. Yes. Have you, um, seen Verity around at all? Verity? That loser from Woodland Realm? What would she be doing still hanging around Spasming Hill? Don't call Verity a loser, Rex. She's not like one of those other crybabies from Little Crybabyville, okay? So, Ron, have you seen her? Most assuredly. Her stall is over yonder, around the fountain, and next to the petting zoo with real venomous snakes for the kids. Oh, somebody thought of the children. I believe your terrifying doppelganger is helping her demonstrate her goods today. Cucciola Daisy is here today. Splendido. I hope she'll pay my little stall a visit later. Oh, Marnie, exificate not on that account. Dearest Daisy loves nothing more than a story from the illustrious Madame Mystical. Oh, can we back up a bit? Why does Verity have a stall at the secret markets? Why hasn't she gone home yet? God, lighten up, dude. She's spending some time in Spasming Hill because she really likes it here, okay? What's your deal? Uh, uh listeners, I... Rex Orkel Smythe, I'm not... <sighs> Whatever. I'm sure you can handle this broadcast on your own for a while, boss. I'll be back later. Nice to meet you, Madame Mystico. See you around, Ronnie. Farewell, Jackie. Enjoy the secret markets. Ciao, Jackie. Tell Daisy to head over when she's finished. Will do. Bye. Wow, what's she so grouchy about? I fear you may not have been as circumspect as you could have been regarding Verity's presence in Spasming Hill. The spirits have suggested that dear Jackie has a softness where the raider of the Woodland Realm's most accomplified scout is concerned. A softness? Jackie? That's very unlikely. She's super hard. She's always boasting how her last vestiges of feeling were excised by a part-time televangelist many years ago. Whatever the case, uh, Jackie is quite taken by Verity's finely crafted armor and weaponry. That girl smells a mad wicked sword. Oh, she does, doesn't she? Do you see this cursed dagger? Verity reworked it beautifully and sent it over for me to Lineage. She's the very soul of kindness. I'm getting a garlic vibe from this one. Mm, perhaps it is the very same dagger driven into the breast of Jean-Paul Morand during the French Revolution, whose death sparked a reign of terror that consumed the nation. Ill-fated indeed. But Marnie, while I'm here, I am seized today by Amanda, the spirit of commerce. Is there any business I can help you with, perhaps? Ah, see. I have a new shipment of cursed goods I need to sign over to before their current owners die, and I become the new owner by virtue of possessing them. Rex, thesaurus mio. It was wonderful to see you again, as always. Let me know if you have any more trouble with that refrigerator. I've had nothing but trouble since I got it. I've forgotten what it's like to feel lucky. Splendido. Madame Mystico does not sell faulty goods. Curses guaranteed, or your money back. Well, I guess I'll take a wonder. Farewell, Rex. Mwah! 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 Ciao! Marty, what is this? Some kind of magical music maker? Ronaldo's Cucolo. It is a jewelry box. It's music fills the owner with a vile paranoia that must eventually lead to their own destruction. Well, I declare it mine! <laughs> Possessification! Gosh, looks like old Rex Zockelsmythe is on his own. Look at that! It's uh, an ordinary stall. Wow. Mm. You know, listeners, I haven't done a show by myself since 
way back when I was at Spasming Technical College, working this daily spasm job part-time. I mean, they didn't actually pay me, but I like to think that the experience I got was worth all the literal blood I spilled in pursuit of the stories. And those were some pretty great times. I'll never forget when the Woodland Realm staged an armed invasion of City Hall because Mayor Jacqueline Hyde stole their new fax machine. Or what about when the giant mutant hamsters at the power plant broke free from their treadmills and blacked out the whole town? Man, there were so many deaths. This town's pretty crazy sometimes. I, I even fought one off with a leaky fountain pen to heroically save my own life. Sure, I'd devoured an entire family of five beforehand, but probably wasn't hungry. But they don't call me Rex Ink Spatter Zorkelsmith for nothing. It's like they say, he who makes the grade murders a mutant hamster with a pen. Huh? Yeah? You like that one? Hmm. I wonder how long Jackie's gonna be. Speed, racer, speed. Speed, racer, speed, racer. Well, we're at the secret market, so let's take a look around. I'm gonna choose a stall at random and pester the owner with questions. How about. Eeny, meeny, na na na, speed racer, that one. Hey, Rex Zorkel Smythe, Daily Spasm, care to have a chat? No? No? No, we're gonna talk anyway. Yep, great, come here. So, uh, so what's your name? I am the shopkeeper. Uh, what? <coughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm Stan. Stan, Stan the shopkeeper. Have we met before? I, I don't think so. Are you sure? Your voice sounds very familiar. No, not, not ringing any bells. No, we've definitely met at the gate, remember? You made me tell you a secret, and I made one up. Oh, no, you met, you met Greg? Yeah, he's, he's my brother. Your brother? Yeah, he's Greg. Greg the gatekeeper. I'm, I'm Stan. I am the shopkeeper. See? See? Different. Totally different people. Don't worry, we get mixed up all the time. Righto. Okay, so Stan, what do you smell? I sell. Uh, contraband, mostly. You know, bootleg VHS tapes, forged currency, a few cartoon character lunchboxes we smuggled in from out of state. Did you know lunch isn't even illegal in Washington? No wonder they have such a huge crime rate. Oh, bootleg VHS tapes? Do you have any speed racer? Oh, yeah. Uh, boxes of it. I mean, you can't pay people to buy that junk. Wait, you're serious? You actually want to buy that garbage? Definitely. Speed racer is the greatest. It has all those, all that speed and the, and the racing, and they're like, vroom, vroom. Uh, sure. I've got seasons 1 through 20 and, heck, I'll even throw in a black market mini-disc of all hands to the disco deck live at Wobbly Stadium. No way. How did you know I like all hands to the disco deck? They're my favourite heavy pyro electronic band! I guess. Also, you have their name tattooed on your arm. Both arms. Weird. Anyway, that'll be like... 500? 500... What? Iron stands. Iron stands? Yeah, it's the official currency of my state within a state, Stantropolis. You know, the disputed territory on the next hill along from the researchatorium. Just drive down Yellow River Road, take a right, can't miss it. But Spasming Hill doesn't even recognise Stantropolis as a state. We rejected its constitution on the grounds of it being a bar coaster with the words You Suck written on the back in pencil. Duh, that's why I said it's a disputed territory. Anyway, we're drafting the second version of the constitution now, and this time we're going to use red pen and loads of fancy stamps to make it more impressive. But, look, if you don't have any iron stands, you're lost, by the way. You can just uh, spit into my hand and stare meaningfully at the sun for a while. Deal. <laughs> uh, 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 done. 
Sweet. Here's your VHS tapes and your mini disc. Have a great day. I am the shopkeeper. Listeners, I may be blind forever. But at least I got these classic collector's items. The secret markets sure have some real neat bargains if you know where to look. All right, Rex, I'm back. What are you doing stumbling around? Hey, Jackie. I may or may not be permanently blind. I'm over here. What did you do this time? I uh, just stared directly at the sun. Should I even inquire as to why? <laughs> it was part of a payment for all these cool tapes. My tapes! Speed racer, really? Wait. A faint light stirs in the darkness. And vision returns. You sound like Ronaldo. The spirits whisper. Very similar to... No, shut up. Okay. Want to see what I got? From Verity? Yes. Look, it's a steel bracer. A speed racer? No, a steel bracer. I thought you were blind, not deaf. Lame. Is it useful? Sure it is. It's for when people try to assassinate me by hitting me with a sword. And that happens often? Uh, more than I'd care to admit. Well, that's good enough for me. Folks, it looks like Jackie and I have both enjoyed our trip to the secret markets today. We got to buy some cool stuff, hear some epic stories, and learn a thing or two about what exactly the secret of Nim really is. We did do all those things. Aside from the last one, we didn't do the last and one. And yay, the spirits whisper that the broadcast is conclusified. Hearken unto me, dear friends, for the spirits are No, whis- shut up. Oh. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Culture Shock, where we investigated what the Spasming Hills secret markets had to offer. Quite a lot, it seems. I'd like to thank myself for making this broadcast so interesting and engaging, and the wonderful Verity Skillion for this top-grade bracer, which will probably save my life, like, a million times. Thanks, Verity. Do the sponsors. What? Oh, oh yeah. I'd also like to thank our erstwhile sponsors for today, Hallmark. Take a look at one of their greeting cards and be hypnotized forever. Remember that the secret markets are not like Christmas in that they don't only come once a year, but rather a lot more frequently. Check in with your local blacklisted informant or seedy salad speakeasy to find out when the next one is. We can't tell you because they're illegal, but if I had to guess, well, then I'd probably say there's one in three weeks and two days, exactly. Right here, in the Fountain Plaza. And I want to butt in there to congratulate my producer, Warren, who's been magically resurrected through the power of an evil wishing ring that may or may not have left him a hollow shell of a man he once was. Catch us again on Culture Shock when we feel like doing it again. Why are you so needy all of a sudden? I said we'd get there. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next for the last 40,000 years of human history read into a tin can in a funny voice and then played back faster than any human brain can process. Hey, Warren here. An evil wishing ring. Uh, My grandmother had one of those. At least she always told us it was magic. But anyway, I I never died, right? So clearly Rex is lying. Plus, I know you'd tell me if I was acting kind of different. You're all pretty good with your feedback. If you shoot me a message at spasminghill at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, I'll I'll definitely have a read and, and a sneak response into the program. Anyway, this fun little romp through the secret markets today was written and produced by Sam Barron. Speed racer aficionado and full-time kook Rex Urkel Smythe was played by Davey Reynolds, with his partner in line, Jacqueline Hyde, voiced by Sharon Elkind. Greg the Gatekeeper and Stan the Shopkeeper, who are totally different people, by the way, were played by Peter Bass. Telling you about the past and not much else was Sam Barron as Renaldus the Great, and the remember-romancer, historiographer, well, whatever she was, Madame Mystico, was played by Tiny Ping. Anyway, tune in a couple of weeks for another installment of Tales from Spasming Hill, and until then, reassure me that I'm actually alive, please? Uh, worn out.